Talk and Shop, an e-commerce strategy podcast brought to you by Zyber, New Zealand's leading e-commerce experts and Shopify Plus partner. We're here to share our knowledge and insider tips on all things e-commerce with the help of some amazing industry guests. New episodes available every week so you can make the most of your business online. Stay tuned for this week's episode coming right up. This is Talk and Shop with Cyber. I'm Leo, and I'm always with the man, the Mike Tyson of boxing, but in the <laughs> e-commerce world, Waldo Van Nierkirk. How are you, my friend? Great, those introductions. Jeez. I have to do something. Just what have we had you. now? Jimmy Spittle, uh, the Ashby's, the Jordan. Tysons, the Jordans. Yeah. Damn, son. What else can I call you? I'm going to run out of sports players. <laughs> but um, hey, let's get right into it because time is money. And what are we talking about today? We, <laughs> on a high level, yeah. we want to talk about something that's going to change the world. Uh, one part of it being the iOS 14 update or 14.3 update yeah that's a key thing do you know much about that a little bit yep so i'm actually an apple fan or person what are you you saying about me well you've got a samsung galaxy s10 or something like that so what does that say say about me the android slash google world true yeah that's true and also in this uh, episode we really want to talk about something that's really important when it comes to your seo which is core vitals vitals. exactly so that's why Leo's going to, at a high level, handle the uh, the Google side of things, and I'm going to chirp in as much as I know anyway. And then on the flip side, he's never used an iPhone in his life, so... Uh, Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> I've owned... I've got to give you as iPhones, much info. iPods. I have AirPods okay, right cool. now with right. my Samsung that's phone. Yep. Um, I was going to say Apple TV, but that's a lie. Okay, let's get on to this. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's break it in. Let's go into iOS oh, You 14. said something interesting before, you know, technology. Technology is changing the way we do business. It's yes. impacting our lives every day basis so we need to understand that when certain changes are happening we Mm -hmm. need to adapt right and so two key things that's probably going to happen by the time this episode is out and you guys are listening to it and you'll be hearing about it out there big ios 14 update for apple Mm -hmm. um, and what that means um because they and what that means for you as a a merchant and then you know core web vitals which uh, google is basically changing how it's ranking sites it's bringing in more of a a human element etc but yeah we'll we'll go into the depths of it so um obviously you guys would have heard about the ios 14 update if you haven't essentially what has happened is apple has decided to protect its users by providing them with the ability to opt out of receiving targeted advertising to phones or shit but essentially what it it's it's uh, it's more doing is um, allowing you the option to not share your information with uh, social and online platforms uh, like we've done in the past which means for advertisers out there that is using that data to target uh, demographics and and the people who are going to buy their products um, it's going to be a little bit harder yeah some people are saying we're going back seven years uh, to what it was back then in the 2013 this is all about first party information which is you know let's say I got an email from you that's all good Third party stuff is uh, I sold or passed that information on to a third party to use something for me to get information about you or put my ads in front of you. So exactly. they're stopping the third party. Exactly. First party's all good. We might talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the elephant in the room is, and I know there's something you don't really worry about, is people don't really like to share their data uh, with people they don't know. Well, right? this is my question to you because you have an iPhone. Are you going to say yes? No. 
What, you're going to block it? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to opt Whoa. out. Um, I've already been served up, and for those uh, on Apple, I mean, um, they sort of said that the main rollout will happen on version 14.4.3, and I think oh, we're at 14. 2 4. something okay. at the moment anyway, but I've already started seeing some of these. So those apps out there that have preempted a lot of this um, is probably, you know, for, for a couple of reasons. It wants to... People are very reliant on the apps being approved in the App Store, obviously, mm, of course. because um, and and Apple completely governs that whole thing there. So it's kind of just showing them, yep, you guys have done this. We're gonna, you know, um, just listen to what you're doing, and we're gonna adapt. And uh, a lot of people are already ready for it. Uh, the biggest sort of battle that's going on um, is with uh, Apple and Facebook. So yeah. that's kind of the, yep. the the big problem here. One we, billion dollars in trying to stop them. Facebook yeah, so that's was. just lawyer fees, right? Yeah. This is how much this court case has costed. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, and, and um, PR stuff and, and that they've tried to do. Well, it's, it's, it's an Apple product, so Apple's <laughs> going to say... Pfft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Facebook's not very happy, and we know that a lot of the merchants out there that are trying to target and take advantage of taking a bit of a shotgun approach um, to um, to get customers onto the site um, will find it a little bit harder going forward because 60% of the market um, of the smart mo- of the smartphone market um, is Apple devices um, in our, in the APAC region and in Americas. Um, in the Asia Pacific, in, sorry, in the Asian and uh, European markets, there's a lot more players um, and they all run Android. So Android has a much larger yeah. percentage of market yeah, share yeah. there. So um, and you know not- how you just said, sorry, you know how you just said 60%. Mm. Uh, Facebook was trying to say that uh, 60% of sales are going to be lost you know, oh, in, in the ecosystem yeah. because now there's just no transparency and and merchants are going to be you know going broke and yeah. you won't be able to pay your bills yeah well unfortunately um, for facebook they made a critical error a couple of years ago where they were actually caught with oh, cambridge yeah. analytica um yeah. and we for those of you who pay attention to the news uh, so that's definitely not done them any favors here definitely not from the you know apple or technology manufacturer point of view mm. but also apple and the u.s government uh you know apple's always lobbying a lot of stuff there and so that's definitely not done the, them favors. the mega powers of the world just mm. want to say that we also try to get people from facebook um here in new zealand and some others that we know overseas uh we've received emails of like yeah we'd love to be on the podcast we're just waiting for legal yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so when not getting someone from Facebook about this topic yeah. just yet. Yeah, yeah. So you and I, well, though, well, we, luckily we, we partner with great businesses out there, and so one of the guys, so one of the companies that we deal with on a regular basis, um, and has been on the podcast, Reload Media, have recently had a uh, shout out to Reload Media. How's it, guys? Um, they've recently done a, a webinar on this, and they did have a representative from yeah. Facebook there, yeah. which is kind of their partner manager, just yeah. giving a little bit more of the insight of what's happening behind closed doors as much as they possibly so we're gonna could. we're gonna bring them in yeah and that's exactly. gonna be another episode where we're gonna go yep. real deep uh but today we're just keeping on a high level so yep. while though i'm on your phone there's something that's called an att is going to pop up what does that stand for uh, pass you tell okay me. it is the <laughs> this is the app track tra- transparency okay. that's going to ask me if i want to go into the or be tracked yes mm-hmm. or no and apparently uh facebook has a hundred characters that are allowed to put in there why you'd want you know, to, to allow the tracking to stay on. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see what they say in those hundred characters. Like, please do not block us. Um, and then, yeah, I can say yes or no. And then what's going to happen for merchants from there? Yeah, well, it's interesting because a lot of merchants use Facebook Business Manager to market their on social platforms for Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Um, they're actually now also, and I've already started receiving it, uh, some updates about Facebook analytics changing a lot. Um, and Facebook is actually putting an additional layer in just to cover their own butts. So now 
you'd accept it on the iPhone, and then when you load your Facebook, you're going to get a similar um, ATT served up to you again, um, which will probably just give a little bit more uh, freedom back to Facebook about the data. This is if you've opted in. If you've opted out, Facebook won't serve you up anything. And it should be interesting to see how this all plays out. Like, I'm assuming I'm going to see a lot less ads that are specifically targeted to me or uh, again like i said this is a completely high level conversation so uh, what do you think about that do you think you're going to just see a lot less ads in general or do you think you're going to just see a lot less targeted ads meaning i'm going to see ads for stuff that i don't really care about that is a really good question i think that's a multi-billion dollar question there well though but i think what we've been discussing with our clients of what is it that we're going to have to be doing going forward because if if we are going back seven years in time Mm -hmm. what facebook was like and the pixel not doing what it could do so let's talk a little bit about first of all what's going to happen so um when something happens you know through facebook and i went from one of those ads came to your site and mm-hmm. i bought something mm-hmm. all that gets fired back yeah, into my yeah into my uh, uh, facebook data business data i'm trying to think of the word it's called analytics uh, no, no the okay. facebook Sure. Business manager, thank you very much. Right. Well, edit that one nicely. So everything everything gets fired back into the business manager, um, and what we could see, you know, we could we could see everything from a twenty day plus window of how this attribution helped out. That's mm-hmm. going to go down to seven days. Yep. So it could have started on a Facebook ad mm. that I then came along and bought something. Yeah, waited but for it took me to come around. But, but it took me then... twenty days for me to decide that. Yep. You're not going to know that. Maybe that's where it all started from. Yeah. So there's that that issue is going to cause some pain points. Yeah. So we've got a seven day window. We're going to see okay exactly what happened, and it's not going to track all the buckets that someone went into. It's going to track the or provide you the information of um, the most important tracking that took place. So the sale is the most important yeah, thing. Yeah. Are they if, capping that in some way? Uh, not that I'm aware of, unless okay. you know something. I've heard that it's going to be capped to eight. Tracking oh, yeah. Eight, yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's so what I'm trying track. to get to. Sorry, okay. I thought you meant volume of... No, no, no. I was like, geez, yeah, yeah. that's mean. <laughs> um, so, look, if I get yeah, if I get uh, a sale, that's what I'm going to see. If it wasn't a sale, it would be the, the second most important thing. Was yep. it the add to cart or, you know, whatever you're, you're trying to track on that. Yep. Um, so then to come back to your question, am I going to see relevant ads or non-relevant ads? Okay. So what we said to clients is that first data grabbing stuff mm-hmm. is we're going to try and do more like let's get their details let's get their emails yeah. even if you're on a shopify site yeah. let's try and do some campaign where if they give us their email we'll send back a 10 20 percent off mm-hmm. and now that we've got those emails we can send that back to facebook and do like lookalike audience and try and at least have some ads that are really are targeting people that we think are yeah. interested in those because products. relevancy is important right you don't want yeah. to just spray it out there and shotgun effect no. yeah. yeah so if i'm doing that if i'm capturing a lot of emails and sending that back to lookalike audience back on Facebook and there are now CRMs that have that integrated right so it's doing it automatically you're getting these emails it's pushing it back that may say then I am still getting relevant ads targeted mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I could really see when this starts off, I probably will get some weird stuff that I'm not into. Yeah, no. Who knows? I might actually like it. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's try that. Yeah. Golf. Play golf with Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that now. Like, why am I getting served up these ads, eh? <laughs> Has Waldo been using my phone? Um so, yeah, look, I, I don't know, but I just know that we have to be a little bit creative in what's going to happen. It is, and it's the stuff that we preach to people all the time. We're going to have to start focusing a lot more on our own data collection, um, personalization on our website, making sure that the content that we're putting on our site is relevant to the audience that's coming through. Um, and then the user experience, it's, again, just going to come down to that. You know, the, the data that I am capturing 
how much of a percentage chance am I giving that to succeed? Mm. Um, and so the emphasis is really going to be on brands um, and merchants out there to build their community. So I'm hearing these same things, you know, build a community around your brand, yeah. personalization yeah. Um, of the content you're putting out there, and then ensuring that the traffic that is hitting your site, you are engaging with them in the most relevant way possible. I think that's really well said. So it's been, hey, put an ad out, get sales from the ad. And now yeah. might be, you put an ad out, but get them to your Facebook page to like it and yeah. stuff, and then serve them something else in there to try and actually understand, hey, where did this all come from? And really then see the lifetime value. So there's going to be some other tools. Either Shopify will bring out some other tools. Facebook will bring other tools. There'll be yeah. third parties out there involved that will try and bring in other tools to help us understand, well, how well is my Facebook spend actually working uh, with everything that's happening. Exactly, out and I, I actually see. think this is a really good thing. because You do? Yeah, I really do, because I think it's going to eliminate those people that have sort of just skidded by um, you know, natural selection is oh, going to be right. a little bit you're more. Saying, you're saying the real, the, what's going to separate the boys from the men Exactly. Now. Yeah, oh. those that are actually going to be putting in the work will be the ones that really succeed. And look, I commend the Apples, the Googles, the, the Facebooks of the world because um, this sort of tech came about and there was no other way to really prove it as to just put it out there, right? And things were built on top of, and a lot of it just sort of happened, and they had to just steer, mm. steer through and navigate that. Mm. Now what they're actually doing is giving marketers, merchants, people like us, a lot more insight into, hey, this are, these are the things that we are actually going to be putting in place. Um, here's some workarounds. I've seen some great content been put out by Shopify around this, mm -hmm. um, by Facebook and and pretty much all those platforms. Um, and so it's going to give you a hell of a lot more understanding of how this is working, a lot more transparency as well. Um, and look, if you don't want your data collected online, you don't want your data collected online, right? So it's not going to give these companies this free reign that they have had mm. for a long time, um, which I think moves us really into the sort of Google side of it, which is the other thing we want to talk about today. Yes, yeah. So just just my little TLDR oh, is yeah. uh, get used to the word first party like data. That's mm -hmm. data that you got yourself, you yep. got from other platforms, yep. and you can use that data to however you want. Yep. Um, and of course, this third party data that I mentioned, it's going to be harder and harder for you to grab all the information. And, and so you're going to have to earn it. You got to earn it. And so with that, well, though, you know, like it's quite dynamic our industry, and we love how much it moves and changes because it keeps us on our toes. Yep. So, uh, you know, Facebook's changing. Google changes its algorithms that we're just about to get into. Yeah. What's something in a marketing platform that never changes and you have full control of? The quality of your product? Or yeah, service? true, but I'm talk, talking marketing channel. Oh, marketing that never changes. Yeah, uh, think about it. Communicating with your clients? And how do you do that? The best way to do it that you keep full control of? Email marketing. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> so exactly. Direct, like push notifications, text messaging, email marketing. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's, <laughs> I think merchants will have to wake up and get really clever with email personalization, as you mentioned. Um, we've got the stuff from other platforms. Now let's use these emails. Let's increase that lifetime value. That's what's going to help people through these, let's say it's the dark ages yeah. of Facebook yeah. until we figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, someone actually said to me, the other day, which is actually quite interesting. He goes, oh, all these digital platforms, it's infinity scrolling, scrolling. He goes, but emails, you get to the end of it. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. He goes, it feels good to get to the end of something, doesn't it? Does and I was it? like, oh, okay, well. yeah, I guess it's got a bottom, yeah. And then you just archive the email. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Yeah. So, yeah, get clever. 
um, get smart about what we're going to do. Um, hopefully, you're working with somebody who understands all of this and will help you out. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and this place. is the way of the future, guys. Just have to sort of uh, make peace with it. Um, it's not just Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure other social media platforms that come along are going to be targeted in the same way, the TikToks, the Snapchats, the Pinterests, you mm -hmm. name it. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it's really just going to, yeah, like I said before, you're going to have to earn it and you're going to have to get it. smart about it um, and understand that what are the the most important things you want to track, right, from an activity standpoint. So. Pretty much. Mm. And, uh, okay, so the, so Apple's making changes, which is affecting Facebook, and now yep. I believe Google's making changes. Well, what's going on there? Google's, I'm not going to pretend I know a hell of a lot of this. I know you do much more than me. But, um, yeah, so they are bringing in, a, and I think it's already there, um, the terminology for it is core web vitals, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. um, which we made a little note of, which uh, I just don't want to get this wrong. Yeah, I think Google but, said this um, in their own words, didn't they? That's right. So in Google's worlds, that is, this is a set of real-world user-centric metrics that quantify key aspects of the user experience on your site. Whoa. Google really cares about the user experience because what's Google's ethos? Want to serve up the most accurate information based on the search um, intent. Well, my search, search intent. intent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 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 So, um, yeah, really, what does that actually mean for uh, people out there? Leo? Well, it means that if I'm using Google and I type in whatever I'm searching for, I want that relayed back to me with the right information to go to the right page, exactly what I have. Because if we don't, people, we'd be using Yahoo. And we don't. We don't use Yahoo. <laughs> bing, we all bing. use Google. Because Google gets the shit I want at the time that I need it, and it gets me straight to what I'm looking for. Yep. So Google's done a good job. Yep. Um, there'll be people out there like, no, Bing is better, and DuckDuckGo is oh, better, sure. but whatever. <laughs> this is why we're all on Google. It's fast. It's good. It's accurate. So... Now it's going further and wants to make sure that these websites are doing their part so that you get these websites ranking really 100%. well. 100%. Again, I'm loving it. You know, in the past, we have known in our industry that there's over 200 different things Google uses to. Um, to, to rank your website on, but it wasn't telling yeah. anyone. What they're actually doing here now is they're telling you, hey guys, yeah. they're giving you some information. You know, especially marketers out there or merchants managing their own market marketing. Um, you, sh you guys should be thankful for this because Google's now telling you, hey, we're going to set some clear lines and or clear clear rules in place for you to follow mm -hmm. to ensure that you have the best chance at ranking as high as possible, yeah. which works in its favour yes. because for its clients, who is me, the search user or the searcher. Um, Again, it wants not only am I going to get the most accurate information, but it's going to really focus on when I do click on that um, on that listing yep. or whatever it is, search organic listing, yep. the search engine result. Yeah. Um, when I end up, I'm going to have a good experience. A it great cares experience. about the user experience. You're going to have a great experience. And yep. so let's break those three things down. I know one is load time. Yep. Load yep. time. Interactivity. Yep. And the last one is to do with the content. Do you remember that? It's the stability of the content, where it is on the page, and making sure the page doesn't F up on Yeah, so face. what are they so, calling these, like the terminologies? Uh, so, the, so one, they, they're calling them like LCP. LCP. That one's and called. FID and CLS. So, so for I you think, marketing people yeah. out there, you're definitely going to be hearing these acronyms a hell of a lot more. Yeah, but if, if you're a merchant, you're probably already like, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm <laughs> out of here. But we know how important this is, so yeah. uh, stick it out. So let's um, start with L the first one, LCP. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to tell so me about it? It's largest contentful paint. Uh, measures loading performance. So this is where you mentioned load speed. Mm -hmm. uh, to provide a good user experience. Um, LCP, or Largest Contentful Paint, occurs within the first two and a half seconds of when the page first starts loading. Okay, so Google wants to see that 
the type of content that you are having on your site there is optimized to a point where if I have a shitty internet connection, I can still have a really good chance of that loading really fast so that I get to the data that mm. I'm looking for. Because mm. it's recommending that I click on this, right? Yeah. 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 I think, um, oh, I saw this the other day. I was like, want more sales? Speed. Speed. It was, was just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was just so clever. It's yeah. absolutely true. So I know you and I have done this a lot in a whole lot of other podcasts, mm -hmm. but probably some quick wins for if I have a slow website. What can you do? Optimize your imagery. Yep. That's very, very important. Yep. Um, make sure that we are giving people the information. We, we don't need those pages to be built out for so long. Uh, well, they don't have to be built out stupidly long, right? Scroll, 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 yeah. scroll forever. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. If there's a lot of stuff in well, there that the more you don't that needs need. to load, yeah, yeah, the harder yeah. it's going to okay. be. We talked about apps. There's some really bad apps that have been approved in the Shopify App Store, which can absolutely cripple your website with yes. the speed. So yeah. uh, have a look at how many apps you've got installed. If you don't need them, uninstall them. Um, if you have someone that can look over the code, sometimes these apps leave stuff in there, so that all needs more to be cleaned out. Right now, they've gotten better, and they do take away whatever they've installed in there mm -hmm. um now we're, for those of you that are on shopify you can't really control the servers too much but you know they use some really good stuff out there some amazon servers for cdn CDN's. networks using all that so uh but uh, hey if you're listening to this and you're on woocommerce or you're on one of those other ones that we're not fans of um probably have a look at where you're hosting it and is it on someone's laptop in a shady basement or is it on a proper server in the cloud so yeah. i yeah. think we had greg uh, talking about the magento story about yeah, how their, right. their website was on some really terrible server and it would mm. break every time they had at least five people on the website um so all of that would affect your speed so yeah along so, with a bunch of other stuff as well yeah so just just yeah just and now there are tools i think i wrote something down well there are tools for you to check your speed of your website um do you know where Google you can go? Page Speed Insights? There you go. <laughs> so Google That's Page one. Speed Insights will now give you a big rundown of your core web vitals, and you will see a lot of errors there, um, a lot of the ones that you wouldn't have seen six months ago mm -hmm. that they now want you to pay attention to. So again, bringing it back to what I said at the start, this is actually a really good thing. Don't be scared of it. This is an opportunity for you to ensure that Again, those people that have been sort of skidding by, mm. um, just getting by. and The uh, time is ticking. Yeah, the time is ticking. You're going to have to make sure that we are ticking these boxes with Google. Right. But like I said, at least they're telling us about it. The other one. Um, What's a FID? A FID is a, <laughs> a FID. <laughs> FID is first input delay. So it measures interactivity. To provide a good user experience, pages should have a first input delay of less than 100 milliseconds. So what it's saying is it wants to know when you're going to interact with that page. So it's loaded, yep. and when, you're, when have you actually done something? It measures a page responsiveness during load. As such, it only focuses on input events from discrete actions like clicks, taps, and key presses. So if you've got good speed, then the user knows where on the website already they should interact. So a good mm. CTA, mm. a good menu, uh, a buy now button. It's looking for how quick I interact with it as soon as the page is loaded. If is it? Is it? Is it that? Yeah. Okay. It's that. It's also. I have read some stuff that it says like, what happens if no one click? Like you know, you load up a web page and you went off to go and make a coffee. Right? It's suddenly Google going to go, oh, this is terrible. But it's going to take, you know, from thousands and thousands of gotcha. users how they've reacted to your website, which then goes, okay, this one's actually quite good or this okay. one is actually quite poor. Um, it'll be 
pretty weird stats if you had millions of people going to make coffee at the same time <laughs> your page loaded and you got a really bad ranking. So yeah, it's, it's looking for that. What, what did you think it meant? Do you think it meant something else? No, well, obviously websites um, that are built for multiple different devices respond in different ways. Like if we run a, uh, if we do an audit on someone's website, you know, when it, we look at page speed, now they sort of break it down to, they'll give you uh, iPhone, they'll give you iPad or tablet load speeds and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. it's also ensuring that when your website is built, and luckily on Shopify you don't need to worry too much about this, it's going to respond quickly to the device that's requesting the, it to be served up. I uh, say that comes under LCP. That was all about the speed. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Well, um, yeah. Reading here, it says FID is a metric that measures page responsiveness during load. Res page responsiveness, I believe, no, it is. It's how I interact with yeah, it. Because I saw a little video, and you, uh, again, just on an iPhone, um, when you go to a website that's quite slow, it will load the content blocks mm -hmm. and where the text is going to be, and you can see it in gray. Oh, yeah. And then they sort of start populating from there because oh. um, it's still, it's Lazy still loading. loading? What was yeah. that? No, no, no. It's, um, yeah, mate, you've got to get an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want it. Um, Don't need it. it. It's interesting, yeah. It's different. You know, different people sort of understand this differently. I also thought maybe, you know, at, in, in what first input delay, that maybe if you have a CTA button that's got a, an image that you can click on that, you know, because that image is taking a while to load and it's not, I can't interact with it. Well, true. That that's could, a delay. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, when yeah. I land on the site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. measuring that right across the board. Right. You know, if I take a snapshot of a thousand people that have come to my site and, yeah, there's going to be varying internet speeds, it'll then average out the amount of time that that main CTA on your site actually loaded. But compared to when the person landed to when they've been able to interact with it and then average it out. So again, hey, like I said, it's high level. We're going to do, um, we're going to get the experts in on this once it l comes out, which is really, when is this being phased in? I know it is being phased in already, but oh, they've sort of set. I think, yeah, there yeah. you go. So Thank you, Emily, uh, our producer. Early... She knows more than us. Yeah. Emily, get, get on the podcast. Uh, so May, there you go. Yeah, Emily's assuming it's May, but they did say, uh, what did they say? Early, <laughs> early spring which is Northern Hemisphere, early spring. So we assume it's May, fingers crossed. It might be now, it's springtime. It's <laughs> happening right Apparently. now, folks. Um, yeah, and other interactions like scrolling, zooming, um, these are all continuous actions um, that will have a completely different, well, that they'll have performance constraints to them as well and be measured as well. So Very make cool. sure all your, all your um, CTAs or any imagery on your site is as optimized as it possibly can be. Um, and you're on bloody good servers. We're nice. Said before. Yeah, absolutely. That leaves us with our last one. Yeah, I'm going to leave this one all you, mate. <laughs> so there's a cumulative layout shifts, CLS. So it measures visual stability. That's pretty much what it... Yeah, stability. Stability, stability. sorry. St st stability. <laughs> Let's do that again. Cumulative layout shifts measures visual stability. Um, did I get it right? No. Oh. <laughs> what am I saying? Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. So uh, stability. Visual stability. Stability. Yep. Okay. So the last one is cumulative layout shifts. CLS measures visual stability. I got that one right, guys. Uh, to provide a good user experience. So really, from the reading I've done, watching videos I've done, well, though, it's if I'm on the page that has loaded now and I'm reading a blog article and suddenly an ad slides in and pushes my text down, mm -hmm. Google has a formula that it's going to do some calculations on how well that scores with them, that that 
uh, content suddenly got shifted down. And it actually measures how much it got shifted down as part of that formula. Like, So if it's huge and yeah. I had to scroll to go back to where I was, it's going to ping you as even like that was really bad. Yeah. If it's a little bit, they'll say, well, that was a little bad, Man, but we'll let you off. You know what's awesome about that? All these like clickbait um, oh, those websites. social, those websites when oh. you load it and it's like, it looks super official and you see the intro of like what you actually clicked for yes. and then all of a sudden it goes kind of gray and a thousand ads load up sure. because they're getting paid per impression for Absolutely. those. Um, Absolutely. Those are all going to be just, see you later. Well, they won't rank well. They're not, so, not going to rank well. But they so. might put money behind them and you might accidentally yeah, click and go to them. But yep. um, but now people are freaking out because they're like, oh, what about a menu? Because when you click on that hamburger stack, mm -hmm. the menu moves. Mm. And so like there's all this debate about is that going to affect it? Is that not? And so on and so on. So really what it's going to come down to is make sure you, the owner, when you are doing your website and you are looking at the blog articles you've done or whatever you've done on your homepage, is there anything that's popping up first in the way? Yep. Is there anything that's pushing things left, right, up or down? Mm -hmm. And if yes, ask yourself, is that worth to be there? Yes. Because now I'm getting ranked on this. So yeah, it's a really interesting item. And again, just keep it simple. Jeez. You keep it? Jeez. Um, and, you know, with this, yeah, we'll, we'll convert better and rank better. So mm, that yeah. is uh, CLS, my friend. CLS. So we've got LCP, FID, CLS. Um, and I think we'll break out into a song. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> CLS. <laughs> anyway, um, what are some of the tools to measure Core Web Vitals that people can actually go and use out there? I know I sort of just mentioned PageSpeed Insights before, um, but now you can actually write, get on your Google Chrome. There are some reports on user experience that they yeah. have pumped out. So. Yeah, so Google Search Console yep. is going to be a big tool. So yep. log in there, check everything that you need. Um, uh, the Lighthouse for speed. Uh, Lighthouse. Now, <laughs> 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 Lighthouse sometimes. Search Console, there's actually like a section called Core Web Vitals. Yeah. There you go. So you can see exactly how you're performing for each one. That's Perfect. where I was going with go. that. Emily, who's our marketing and digital marketing expert, she uses Google, who should be on this podcast right now, just told us that in Google Search Engine Console, Core Web Vitals are all there. And you'll be able to see what yours is ranked. Um, look, if it's over and above your what your pay grade is or it's just something that you just don't see any time for um, feel free to engage out there with professionals about this but again I always say to, to uh, merchants this is something you've got to understand you can't run away from it um, and I know Leo and I can just give you a very high level because if we had to if we had to be experts in all of this our brains aren't big enough unfortunately yours ain't mine's great. that's why we've got the internet mine's perfect with my <laughs> Samsung phone I'm doing just fine thank you well though um, nice, nice, <laughs> even nice. Emily's saying no. Nope. Jeez, for those Samsung lovers, please put a note and say that we support each other. And yeah, you love actually, this podcast. leave some reviews. Who of you out there uses iPhone versus Samsung? It should be interesting. Uh, uh, very interesting. Interesting. Yeah, look, right. at the end of the day, obviously, an interesting time for the, the digital marketing, online marketing, social marketing world, mm -hmm. um, and uh, time for a bit of an ad, ad, you know, adaption. Um, yeah. Change yeah. the strategy. Yep. Have a look at what you're doing. Be ready for the iOS 14. Yep. Have a look at Core Web Vitals, yep. have a look at what you're doing, hopefully using some tools where you already know where you're ranking. Mm -hmm. um, SEMrush is a really nice one that we like using. Yep. Uh, are you tracking where you are? You can go into Google Search Console and actually see where you're tracking for certain keywords. Um, and yeah, are you going up? Are you going down? And when this rolls out, we'll have more information. We'll see how it hits some other people. We probably yep. are going to see some movement. Yeah, um, Again, another opportunity for the small guy to outbid the big guy yep. by being you know active and, and yeah, working we'll on this Core Web Vitals. Exactly. Understand 
understanding this can really give you a massive advantage over your competition, yeah. which is what we all look for. Otherwise, we wouldn't really be able to succeed. So, um, yeah. yeah, I hope you guys find that valuable. We'll do, once we know a lot more about this and it's rolled out and we can see what the results are, we'll get some real experts in here to give you guys some more, much more accurate information. But I guess we just wanted to put this out there for you guys to make sure that you're aware of it if you're not and that it's not all doom and gloom. This is actually could be a real positive thing for your oh, business. Oh, it's a fantastic so. thing, man. User yeah. experience is going to get so much better. Google's going to, again, show those websites that deserve to be at the top for yep. many more reasons than just they have lots of links pointing back to them and it was a fast website. So, nice. uh, yeah, I'm excited. Get out there. Google search console. Check it out. Boom. Hey guys, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Without them, this podcast won't be possible. Thank you, Shopify Plus and Gorgeous. Uh, guys, for, you, for those of you who don't know, Gorgeous automates a lot of your customer service. It's built for e-commerce. It can turn your customer service center into a profit center by increasing sales through accurate conversations that you're having with people that are actually engaging with you through there. And Shopify Plus, we all know the power of Shopify, but those leading merchants looking to sell across the globe um, and looking for additional automation out of the e-commerce center can't go past Shopify Plus. And just once again, thank you guys.